On today's episode of Melanated Conversations, we amplify the voice of Terry Lomax. Terry Lomax is a globally recognized podcaster, speaker, and brand strategist. She is the founder and visionary for the Mocha Girls Pit Stop blog and co-founder of the Her Space podcast. Her lifelong desire to help others overcome adversity was birthed from a place of hurt and pain. As a child, her resilience enabled her to overcome physical and verbal abuse and defy statistics about children with incarcerated kids. Listen in as Terry shares her personal story of triumph over tragedy, how to overcome life's obstacles while embracing a spirit of resilience, and the inspiration behind her new book, How to Glow Up As You Grow Up, your go-to guide for overcoming obstacles and making lemonade. Welcome to Melanated Conversations, our narrative in our perspective. Here on the podcast, we are amplifying the voices of Black women and sharing their powerful stories of transformation. I'm Tyrion. And I'm Yana. Let's start the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Melanated Conversations. I am your co-host, Yana. Yes, and I am your co-host, Tyrion. Welcome back, y'all. This is this is exciting. Yes. I mean, you know, we're always excited to get back on the mic and chop it up with friends, new friends. So Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and um, we're excited because we have a very special guest. Uh, well, of course, all of our guests are special, but we have a really special guest that we're bringing on today that's going to share with us and share her story. And we want to welcome you to her. So welcome to Terry Lomax. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. I'm so excited <laughs> to be here. Yes. <laughs> oh, we're so excited to chat chat all the things with you and just hear all the things that you have going on. And the fact that you're a fellow podcaster too. Y'all have a popping podcast. We're actually gonna talk about that <laughs> <Yeah>. later. But <laughs> um before we actually get into all of that, um, we like to do this thing that we call rapid fire questions. Boom and we wanted to see if you were open to kind of play with us for a second before we go into our questions today girl i am open i will say i'm a perfection a recovering perfectionist and so i feel like i'm gonna try my best to answer the question and later i'll be like wait i really should have said this but i'm down let's do it let's do oh, it you sound like me okay girl. Girl. well okay <laughs> Well, Terry, this small little segment is meant to be more lighthearted and fun and okay. whatnot. So you can you can let your guard down with us just a little bit, just a little. <laughs> um, we're not going to dig into your life too much. Um, okay. But so our first question, what's the best thing that has happened to you this month? We know 2020 has been crazy. And, you know, a lot of times we can look at life from the, what do you, what do you, People say the glass half half, half empty or half empty, half empty or yes. half full. Um, so let's, you know, I would just love to hear what's what's something good that has happened to you. You know what? The first thing that came to mind for me was my co-host and I moving into season seven of our podcast, and that was just such a a milestone for us. And it feels like this just this new portal to to endless possibilities and great content. So we're really excited about that. So that's the first thing that came to mind. Yes. Congratulations on that. Thank right. you. Season STEM. You're trying to be where you are. <laughs> she you know, said STEM. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're no, country. I love Sorry that. about that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yana, what about you? Um, what was the question? What's the best thing that has happened to you this month? Oh, yeah, this month. Okay. Uh, like you said, we're still early in the month. There's a lot of things, but I would say getting a negative COVID-19 test. You, oh. I'm not going to hold you. That was... Amen. Uh, yes, that that yes. was... um Yeah, because we had a little scare and we... um Yeah, we we thought... Uh, we were, we actually were... Found out that there was um a potential party that that tested so the fact that we tested negative was like a you know yeah i'm gonna just go with that yeah (laughs) yeah, i can breathe a little bit so yeah yeah. okay (laughs) we will take that negative covid test for sure um oh my goodness for me it's kind it's not necessarily that it happened initially in july but i'm starting to see fruits of this kind of happening in, in july but um we just released 
maybe two weeks ago. It's almost two, almost two weeks ago or about a week ago, um, my own personal episode. And I got to share some really intimate um, stuff about myself and share some stuff with our audience. And it's just been really cool to see like some of the feedback that I'm getting and it's just really cool. It's been a blessing. And so, so far, I'm not mad at July. I mean, there are things that I am upset about with July. July got some stuff going on, but Mm -hmm. that's that's been really great and awesome and cool. So yeah, that's, that's what I got. Congratulations. Thank you. That was, that was, yeah, you're right. That was a major step for you. And I'm glad that you took that step. So I'm proud of you. I don't know if you know this, Terry. I don't, I'm sorry. We're we're probably being poor hosts, but Mm -hmm. a little background on Terry and I, I don't know if you know, but we're first cousins. Um, So my mother and her father are, Brother and brother sister. Get mm-hmm. out. That is so cool. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it. The family yes. affair. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Last question. Well, we'll give we'll throw out one more question for our rapid fire, if you're okay with that. And then we'll go straight into our our talk with you. Yes. So I want to know what is one thing that you still have or maybe still, you know, carry from you? It can be physical or just something. It doesn't have to be anything tangible. What, what's something that you still have from your childhood? Okay. The first thing that came to mind, this is rapid fire. So I'm just going to say the first thing that came to mind. So when I was younger, I was a very clumsy child. And so I used to always just fall and bust my knees and I would, oh, it was so bad and get those little strawberries. And so I was riding a bike one day and I ran into the back of a truck. Don't ask me how it happened. I don't understand. I don't know. And I have this little scar that's like up on my top thigh area that just never went away. And so that's the first thing that came to me when you asked that question. (laughs) Nice. I love the fact that she actually played it right. She like first thing that came to mind. You're probably one of the first people to have done that. Really? It's so random. I was like, let me just share this. It came to mind. <laughs> no, I love that. And I, like you said, like you said, Terry, I love how she's spinning that question because I wouldn't have. I, now I'm thinking like, oh, right. Yeah. Like a little deeper. I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> All right. I'll let you go, Terry, and I'll give mine. Oh, OK. All right. Um, so one of the things that I still have from my childhood is. <laughs> Yana, you know, when I used to come and visit during the summer mm-hmm. for holidays, I always kept a, um, I had this little koala bear and this little, like my baby pillow that I used to, I took it everywhere. It, took it, it didn't matter where I went. I had to have it. And if I left it at home, um, somebody was going back to get it because <laughs> I had to have it while I was asleep. So anyway, to this day, now I think the pillow is back at my grandmother's house, but I still have the koala bear here at my house now whole grown woman with kids been married almost 11 years and got a little koala bear that um, I used to sleep with because there's a reason that you hold to it right uh, you know what honestly there there's really not I do know that my uncle gave me the koala bear um he was stationed in the navy and he was he went to Australia for a little bit and he brought that back and that was just something that I always kind of carried and I think the baby pillow may have been just from from birth that my mom had given me um and so yeah definitely always kept kept that with me would always just kind of like you know like a lovey, sniff it, yeah. rub it against my Aww. face, weird stuff. Anyway, so yeah, that's what I still <laughs> still got hanging around here. <laughs> what about you, Yana? That's so cute. <laughs> well, my the first thing I thought about is um, I actually went. I can't remember. It was one of my trips back home, and I was going just through my closet. I just kept all different kind of books and writings and different things there, and I stumbled across this big um, like envelope and. Trapper keep trapper keeper if y'all remember what those were um of just like binder full of writings um I used to write a lot well I still do um but I wrote as as a kid I, I used to write a lot of poems and songs and and letters to myself and I stumbled across that and I brought it home so I have like a whole like little I'm kind of making want to make a scrapbook of it of just like all my poems and um writing song writings and things of that nature so that's what I have I love things it love to see yes ma'am yes. I love it come on writer <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, Terry, I, thank you for playing rapid fire with us. That was so much fun. Um, yes. But we know we're not here to just play the whole time. Oh, we could. Um, but we are definitely here to he here to hear your story and have you share with us and our listeners about the wonderful things that you've got going on. And so let's get into this conversation. All right. Let's do so, it. Let's do it. My first question for you is, can you tell us and our listeners just a little bit about your origin story, your roots? Where are you from? Who is Terry Lomax? Yes, yes. So I am originally from Philadelphia, 215 in the house. And I was born in Philly, but I was raised in San Diego for about 10 years of my life. So I really claim both cities just because, I mean, those 10 years from about two until I was 12 um, in San Diego, that was very instrumental in, you know, who I became and who I am today. So yeah, Philly and San Diego. And I've kind of moved all over, over the course of my life and career. So I've been, I lived in Maryland. I lived in uh, Queens, New York City. I lived in Florida for a little bit. And now I live in San Francisco. So I've kind of been all over the country. Nice. San Fran is a nice city, a very nice city. I like, I visited about two years ago um, and I was, I was pleasantly, not pleasantly surprised, but I was like, oh, this is like a really cool city. Like it was just a cool yeah. city. So cool. The weather, awesome. right? The weather is so beautiful. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And then of course we got to go out to wine country and, and enjoy some mm. of that too. So that was nice. We got a, you know, a nice little fill of the city. So that's, that's dope. That's cool. You've been all around. What was the restaurant y'all went to? Because y'all got a book. It was like oh, flower yeah. and water or something. The book was called Flower and Water, but I don't yeah. know the restaurant. But. So it was like a pop-up restaurant, um, oh. Flower and Water. Um, yeah. The, so, and, and it has a cookbook, um, that okay. the, the chef has a cookbook, but we went for the weekend, my husband and I, for our anniversary a few years ago, oh. um, and just did like, went to this little pop-up restaurant that they did and it was really cool. Um, and so, yeah. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah. And okay. like I said, I'm not sure if it's still there or if it was just like a pop-up thing or if they, yeah. but definitely flower, flower and water, very, very cool restaurant. And experience. Yes, I'm gonna have to look that up. I may have to visit. <laughs> For sure. So so Terry, a little bit more kind of about your your story. Just thinking about your roots. Um, are you an only child or Oh, yeah. So you know what? I actually have seven siblings. I have a beautiful blended family, but I come from one of those families where it's like we were raised together and so we're brother and sister. We don't do the halves and steps and all that. So mm -hmm. I have seven siblings. And you know what? So a couple years ago, so on Solange's birthday, she had posted this beautiful sort of this birthday post. And it was like a chronological post about different milestones in her life. Mm -hmm. And so when I think about the question you asked about, you know, origin story, I would love to just share a few of those points from my life because I ended up doing one for my birthday. And I was like, this is a really great way to just give you like a high level overview of someone's story, right? So you could even do this for yourself, right? Just kind of look at your life timeline. Yeah. And so when I look back on this overview, I see very clearly that, man, I came into this world with adversity. Like the struggle was real for a long time. And so I, as an infant, I had meningitis and I almost died from it. I remember my mom and grandparents told me about how I was a, an infant. I stopped breathing. They had to rush me to the hospital and they didn't think I was going to make it. And at one years old, I met my father for the first time. Um, at four years old, I recall, and it's crazy. I actually remember this point. I was molested. Um, at six years old, I remember feeling God and just feeling really connected to some type of source. It was just wild. When I think back to it, I just remember feeling super connected and feeling safe and feeling like someone was watching me and someone was there with me. And at seven, I remember visiting my mom in prison for the first time. And then at eight years old, I remember uh, becoming a big sister twice in the same year. My dad had a child with his girlfriend at the time. And then my mom and her husband had their first child. And then kind of moving along the story, when I was about from 12 to 16, I struggled with depression and anxiety and low self-esteem. And I struggled with that in silence. Not a lot of people knew. And it was just something I kind of held close to myself. And then I'll stop at 17. That was a really pivotal moment in my life where one of the most prominent male figures, my dad, um, passed away a month before I went away to college. And so that's kind of the, the high level to kind of bring us up to speed. No, 
Thank you for that. Um, I love how you just kind of you like you you said you chronicalize your entire your life moments. Um, and I, I'm going to take that and, and do that on my own. But yes. yeah, and that even in each of those, and we'll, we're actually going to touch on a little bit of mm-hmm. those um, pieces of your story, but um, just how you summarized it. Um, did you have something, Tyrion? No, I, I'll say I'll save it. I'll save it. I'll save it. <laughs> um, kind of since we're on a topic of, of thinking about your story and its fullness, I know that um, July 21st, that's a prominent date um, that holds significant space in your life and kind of has been very vital into the story of the transformation um, that you've you know, progressed through over time. Can you tell us a little bit about the significance of that date in your life? Yes, for sure. I'm so happy you asked that question because you know it's so special to me. And so July 21st, it started off as a very um, devastating, depressing, and sad day. And that was the day that my dad passed away in our hotel room on a family vacation. My family, they were actually, we had driven down, my four younger siblings, my mom and my dad, we all drove down to, let's see, we were going from Philly to Virginia. And they were actually taking me on a missions trip that I was going to with my church. And so this was like a moment we we had all been waiting for. We were super excited. And y'all, I just, when I look back on it, I'm just like, this is so bizarre to think that that it's like just freak accident situation. You know, that's kind of what it reminds me of. And the fact that who would think that when you're on your way to, you know, this missions trip to help people out and stuff like that, this would happen. And so my dad passed away in the hotel room on that day. And again, it was devastating for the family. My younger siblings and my mom were there and basically watched it happen. Um, And I ended up finding out later he died from a blood clot in his leg that rushed up to his heart. So it was very unexpected, Mm. um, very out of the blue for us and just really, really just traumatizing. I didn't know how I was going to go to college or really just succeed in life because my dad was really that stable person. He was that adult that held us down. He was the sole provider and he was the the one that was constant in our lives when my mom was back and forth to jail. So after that happened, it took me a couple, like it took me a few years to really get I want to say heal and get over the bitterness that I had because I was so angry with God. I just couldn't understand, like, how could this happen? You know, I was trying to, you know, be a good girl and be on the right track. And I was really into church. And I was just so confused as to how something like that could happen. And when I finally did figure out how to heal and cope, and when I want to say make lemonade from that, I ended up, my husband's so awesome. We got married on a Tuesday. It was July 21st, twenty. Hold up, y'all. Don't get me. Don't get me lying. <laughs> July 21st, 2015, when we got married. And so we repurposed that day and made it a day of celebration, you know, celebrating love and celebrating legacy. And so that was really great to do that. But then I decided to also launch my book on July 21st, 2020 to offer to really give that day another meeting. And I'll come full circle because I know this this story. It's just it's so bizarre to me. But full circle, I ended up ordering my birth certificate. And I've been try- really getting into astrology and understanding like my, my sign and my, my rising sign. And everyone kept telling me like, you need to learn your birth time in order for you to really get a birth chart reading. Like that's the only way that it can be really accurate, as accurate as possible. So I was like, okay, let me go ahead and order a birth certificate. So I ordered my birth certificate. I was waiting for it to come. It finally came in the mail. My husband's like, here, your envelope came. I was like, yes, I was so excited. Mm-hmm. Girl, I'll open this envelope and you will not believe what time I was born, y'all. 721? 721, girl. I literally, girl, when I opened that birth certificate, it was the long form. I literally, my husband was probably like, what's wrong with my wife? I screamed and I literally ran back and forth like through the house. I was like, oh my gosh, all this time 721 was such a special number for me. And I didn't understand it. But for me, that was like a full circle moment. And I'm like, wow. So yes, 721 is my number. Oh my goodness. Yes. Um, yeah, there's so much that I can touch on that. Um, I, I, I won't for the sake of, I know we're time because I'm like, cause I'm, I'm one that really follows like numbers, numbers to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested just to see like what kind of, what, what meaning 721 it, cause I'm sure it, it, it may, if you look at the full scopeness, it probably yes. a lot to your personality and who you are. So yeah. Um, yeah. 
That is so dope. That is, <laughs> wow. Wow. I, I'm like, I can't even make this stuff up. You know, at this point, I'm like, okay, it's all being orchestrated. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even call that. You kept saying it was bizarre. I wouldn't even call that bizarre. That was definitely, that's some, definitely some, some orchestrated. Yes. That was divinely. Yes. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, by the time this episode airs, um, you will your book will have been will will be released um and in in the name of your book is how to glow up as you grow up and i just want to say that i you sent us a copy um a digital copy and we got to kind of read through some of this and i i'm not gonna hold you terry i was drawn in i don't want to give stuff away because um we want our, our our listeners to go support but I mean, from the very beginning, from that first page, when you and you kind of you kind of touched on this um, when you're talking about your origin, your roots, but you kind of lay out that timeline of your life. And I was like, okay, I've never seen this done in a book before um, where someone is sharing about their life, um, which I thought was super cool. Um, And then. okay, well, let me just ask you this before before I talk more and I don't like I said I don't want to say too much but can you just tell us about the messages that you're emphasizing within the book and your journey as far as writing your story how did that come about and then we can talk a little bit in more details for sure for sure so I do want to say um so the tagline of the book is your go-to guide for overcoming obstacles and making lemonade and for me the reason I wanted to write this book right now is because I think oftentimes, you know, we hear that quote, right? When life gives you lemons, make lemonade. And I'm the kind of person where I I need to know the how. Like, I'm like, okay, that's cool. But how, how are we making lemonade? Like, what are the ingredients? What are we doing? Like, what's happening? And so I really wanted this book to be the how. Like, I wanted this to be a step-by-step. It's more like a workbook, right? Where I'm showing the reader through my struggles and my stories and even success, like how I was able to really make lemonade and then offer the reader an opportunity to look at their story and understand, okay, this happened to me. This is how I'm going to, you know, this is how my perspective may have shifted. And this is what I'm going to do to make lemonade for myself. And so I think for me, that is just so important. The other thing I wanted to point out and the reason why I sort of went through that story timeline is because I know that a lot of other folks, whether they share it or not, they have some similarities. Like they've, they've been abused. They've been molested, right? They may have had this traumatic upbringing and I want to take them to the other side and show them that didn't define me, right? Like that didn't have to, that didn't determine how far I could go. And I think the big message that I want folks to walk away with when reading the book is, you know, it's not about me being special or me being great. I had a friend that previewed the book and she's like, yeah, this is really inspiring, but you're like an anomaly. And I'm like, no, actually I'm not. Like we all have that same drive and that same resilience within us. It's a matter of us deciding how do we want to show up in the world? And based on what happened to me, what am I going to do about that? And Lisa Nichols, one of my favorite motivational speakers, she has a quote she had stated in an interview and I was just like, oh, mind blown. And Lisa Nichols said, don't make me extraordinary to let yourself off the hook. Oftentimes we see someone that we admire, we put them on a pedestal and we're like, oh my gosh, you're so awesome. I could never do that. But it's like, uh-uh, don't be, don't be trying to let yourself off the hook. You have greatness within you, right? You have a story too, and you can achieve your wildest dreams as well. Like other people who have made it and other people who are successful or other people you look up to, they don't possess something you don't possess, right? And so yeah. I think that's the big message behind it. I love that. I love that. You had, there are so many moments in it tidbits in, in your book, first of all, even visually, um, I thought was very intriguing and like inviting and made it even more exciting to read the content um, w- within. Um, but I think you talk about your relationship with your mother and having to make some of these hard choices. Um, and like I said, I don't want to give anything away, but just, you know, surrounding the sudden passing of your father and just realizations that you had afterwards and I, and I will say you are one brave sister for sure for some of the choices that you had to make uh, very inspiring um, so I applaud you 100 percent um, but you, you even talk about like the, the process of forgiveness and for me that resonates with me you know ironically I've lost a parent I lost a parent when I was very young um, and and then had to deal with on the other side of that having to going through some things in life to where I had to learn how to forgive forgive. Um, and, and you talk about the importance of like not forgiveness is never about really 
uh, about the other person is it's really for you um because sometimes you'll you can get stuck in a rut and in this jail cell, this prison, so to speak, to where you can't even move forward in life because you're you're stuck holding on to this bitterness, right? That don't want to allow you to grow and to move. So I just I just love all those things. And then you had even share um, part of a, a letter or, or some words that you expressed to your mother, and I was just like, woo, blown completely back by that. But I just want to say that I, I'm so excited for our readers to get their hands on on your work. And it is beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And thank you. Thank you so much for, for doing this. So that's my thoughts on, on everything. Thank you so much, lady. That means so much because writing, you know, writing a book sometimes you're like in this little this little corner of the world by yourself, just like fleshing out all of your emotions and journal entries. And so to hear feedback from folks that have, you know, previewed and read it, it's just like, okay, so something resonates, right? So I I really, really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yes. Yes. And I'll add too, um, because even just, you know, seeing how you, your, your approach on like social media and how you use that platform too. I love the, that you're so open and transparent about your life experiences. Seeing you normalize healing through your storytelling is, is really refreshing. You just don't, you have no idea. Um, I resonated strongly, you know, how Terry mentioned like her, you know, attraction to the piece was relate to, you know, losing a parent and kind of that story, a story of forgiveness. But I resonated strongly with your recent message um, that you did on, I, I think you did like an IG live when you talked about suicide, mental health mm. and racial trauma and how even through your current success, you find you're not immune to the pain often felt through these experiences. Just for for you, like, why is it so important for you to share these vulnerable experiences and life-altering moments with your followers? Yes. You know what? I think this came from a, a, an epiphany and sort of um, a perspective that I became aware of at a young age. I had, I was one of those kids where I was very much, I would say my teenage years is what I remember. I was very much in tune with like this bigger picture and this purpose. And I remember reading The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren when I was like early teens, like asking questions like, why am I here? What is my purpose? And like thinking about this deeply, like I need to be doing something in the world. And so I feel like with that in mind, and then also having this very, I want to say interesting relationship with death, because I remember going to a funeral for the first time, um, when I was younger and I remember going to a child funeral, it was a childhood friend who had passed away. And I remember just being so interested and so intrigued, but also kind of scared about like what happens when we die and just understanding that this is something that is inevitable. Like it's going to happen to us all. And so for me, I want to bring about as much change as possible, spark as much conversation around these topics as possible, and also just normalize the things that many of us go through. Because I know for me, when I started my blog about eight years ago, I was in a place where I had followed the well-intentioned advice of my mentors, advisors, and school counselors, right? I went to school, I got good grades, I got a good job, but I still felt empty. And I realized that even when I was in grad school, I was in a place where I was still very much struggling with the symptoms from my childhood, from being abused. So the depression, the low self-esteem, and and people would see me from the outside and think, oh, she's in grad school, she's moved away, she has her car, she has this, and life looks lit on social media. But I'm like, I am struggling in real life. And so I didn't see people that look like me that were talking about that stuff that were like real like girl today I looked in the mirror and I just hated what I saw like the real stuff that I felt and I wanted to to open up a conversation and open the door to have those conversations in a safe space so that's always so important to me because I think that there's this sometimes there's this uh, misconception that we arrive in this life and it's like no we don't ever arrive we're constantly growing we're constantly evolving and I think more people I would love for more people to to share that so we can all connect on that that human level yeah I just want to say something you just said that kind of stuck out stuck out to me um you, when you were talking about um death and how you kind of have yeah you, you, you kind of have a thing about death which I've heard you <laughs> speak about before um but you said something interesting that I think sometimes people don't necessarily think of in that way, but you question, the question was what happens after you die? And a lot of times, I think the majority of people typically are consumed with how they're going to die opposed to what happens after you die. And I thought that was just kind of like, I picked up on that and the fact that you had even thought about that, um, even, uh, um, 
as a child or being young, you know, like that was a thought that came through your mind. So I just, I just thought that was interesting. That's all I want to say about that. <laughs> Man, there's so much there. Oh gosh. Um, okay. I'm going to keep going. So um, I'm going to segue just a little bit because this is still part of, you know, of how you got to where you are. Um, I know you started out um, kind of, I want to say journaling a little bit through your story, through the Mocha Girls Pit Stop um, blog that you created. And then, you know, um, you now, like we mentioned earlier in the show, you guys, if you don't know Terry, y'all should probably know Terry's voice because um, they have a, a man. They have she and her co-host Dr. Dom. They um, they co-host the um, Her Space podcast. Um, you know, check it out if you haven't already. I'm sure you have. Again, they're in season seven, so there's plenty of content out there for y'all. Um, but I, it's so interesting, even when you when I kind of looked into like that backstory and how you guys initially met from a conference that you're a speaker and how um, you know that kind of transformed into this relationship y'all creating you know this amazing podcast that you have um can you tell us a little bit about um how you know you guys came to you how you came into alignment for your show and why you wanted to start the show that you have Yes, and I'm like all smiles right now. Thank you so much. That that podcast, I mean, that is our baby for sure. And honestly, I, you know, at this point, I think that I always say that the, nothing ceases to amaze me, but I, I feel like I'm still just amazed when I look back. You know, they say t- hindsight is 2020, and to look back to see how we met and how this formed and where the podcast is, my mind is just constantly blown. I'm like, oh my gosh, how did that even happen? And so, like you said, we met at a conference. Um, we decided, you know, we just clicked and we were like, hey, let's um, let's chat. Let's just get dinner and just chat because we're both black women. We want to do something for black women. So boom, and it took us about six months, I think, to actually get to a meeting, and we finally met and had dinner and it was kind of like one of those um we often compare our relationship to like um a a parent relationship with this child that we have which is the podcast and so it kind of felt like a um a date where we were just like straight to the point like you know what are your intentions you know you know you go on a date or you might chat with something like okay I'm trying to get married are you trying to get married let's make this work what we're going to do well I felt like we were both like you know what we both want to do something for black women. So what is this going to look like? And so we got down to like the nitty gritty stuff. of like, what's your personality? Like, what are your strengths? So we could figure out, okay, if these are like, my strengths tend to be the techie stuff. Dom is more of the, you know, psychologist, the therapist. She comes in with like the stats and all that. And sometimes I bring the, you know, the ratchet, silly side with a little bit of storytelling and all that. And so we really mesh well. So we really got clear on like, what are our strengths? What are our areas for improvement? And what are your pet peeves to kind of see like, okay, are we going to be a good match? Or will we irritate one another all the time? So after we got through all that, we were like, you know what, this is really cool. Um, What if we started a podcast or something? And girl, we literally didn't know what we were doing. It was so scary because people kept telling me I should start a podcast, but I was like, I already have a blog and I work full time and I do this. I don't have time. And so we agreed upon it. We prepared content months in advance. And then we launched on January 1st of 2019, I think it was. At this point, y'all, I'm so confused with all the days. It was January 21st, a couple years ago. And so that's kind of how the how the story started and how it happened. Yo. <laughs> oh my gosh. If you but- could see Terry and I's face- faces right now. right now, just you telling, you walking us through kind of like the whole process, I promise you, it is so crazy how y'all are like the mirror images Legit. of us. Legit. Really? I see Legit. So of myself. <laughs> and Tyrion is like, Terry and Terry. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, twin. Okay, twin. <laughs> like, real talk. I told Yana, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to let you finish, Yana. No, but I told, I told Yana, I said, I was listening. I was listening to your podcast. And I was like, like, oh my gosh, like they're, they're us. I was like, I said, Terry sounds like me. Like I was, I felt like I was listening to myself, literally like voice. I felt like I was listening to myself when I heard you talk like, yeah, 
the what do you call the little the, the mind blowing emojis are like <laughs> yes yes loading in this room right now okay even even mm-hmm. the messages and the core mission like it is so to the T and identical it is so crazy I I'm just I'm like it's like we see ourselves they the further ahead version of ourselves yes <laughs> but um even when I listen to like y'all's intro episode. It literally kind of sounds like our intro episode. And I promise you, we were not biting. We had never, like, I, I, I have no words. But yes. I love the fact that, you know, her means healing, empowerment, resilience. Mm-hmm. And yes. how you stand for, you know, kind of, like I said, identical to what our show is about. We want to see more Black women share their stories, and we want to be seen in a more positive, uplifting way, take yes. back control of our narrative. And mm-hmm. it's just, you don't understand. It's just, it was so refreshing when Terry and I, and we actually listen and, you know, tune into the episodes on our own time. So we didn't even do this together. Right. But, like, <laughs> oh my gosh. She is me and I am her. <laughs> we it's are a, one. We love are it. one. Yes. Like, Come on, frankly, Beverly. You know? <laughs> well, and I think here's the other thing. It's a beautiful thing and it is nothing but love. Do you hear me? Yes. Love because ah, we are inspired by y'all. We love what y'all Thank are doing. You. And we we are all on the same mission. We are all on yes. the same mission. And yes. the more, I think, the better. Like, we gonna knock this thing out of the park. Okay. Yes, there's room for everybody. That's, that's, that's so right. important. I'm glad you said that. Because I feel like um, I was interviewing with someone this week. And they were saying how, um, what she said? She said something like, you know, when she first got started, she was like, well, they already have enough of these out there. But I feel like we all have a certain swag and secret sauce. And there are people that like Yana and Tarion that you two, they need to hear a message from you. Like you are going to share a message and they are going to, it's going to click for them because yeah. it's coming from you, your voice, your vibe, your energy. There are going to be people that hear a message from me and Dr. Dom. And sometimes they need to hear Dr. Dom say something and they may not resonate if it comes from me. So I feel like, yes, we, there are so many people in this world. Yes. We, we can all be out there sharing our stories and messages. Absolutely. That's yes. right. I love yes. that you said that. Um, I remember my best friend told me, because um, kind of the same way when we were starting our podcast, we did the same thing. We were kind of pulling out like what what topics we want to talk about and different things. And I was weaknesses, like, oh. all of it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. at wow. one point, I, I'm not going to lie. I was like, you know, what what is going to stand out for us? What what yes. what what makes us unique? What makes us different? And honestly. My my friend had to sit me down and be like, you know, quit worrying about that. Your message, it has to get out there. You're, mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it's the same message is being delivered from you. She's like, if you walk down the potato chip aisle, how many rolls of chips and variety of chips okay. do you want to see? Facts. You're not going to, you're not, you see so many, there's room for all those chips in that one space. Yeah. Why is enough? Why do you think it's enough room for you to share yeah. your voice out here? Yeah. Um, the whole mission and purpose of your show is because we lack in this space. There's yeah. not a, enough of us. So we, as, I feel like we need to see and encourage more of us to go out there. It doesn't have to be starting a podcast, but whatever mm-hmm. it is that, you know, is your call to do is to, we need to make more room for us. And I love yes. just, just to close that little part of, I just love how you and Dr. Dome are creating safe space for real experiences for us as black women. And, you know, we just, we applaud y'all. So Absolutely. Thank you. Round of applause. Rounds of applauses. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you just share with us briefly, like what's one, what's some lessons that you, that have presented themselves through, through hosting your show? I know you, you, you both come from different backgrounds and sort of like Yana and I, we literally know, knew nothing about this podcasting game whatsoever. Yeah. Um, so what's, can you just share some things that were, that have been lessons for you guys? Let me see. I think one lesson for me, like being a person that is very much, if you can't guess already, very much type A personality. I'm the kind of person where like, I don't know how to sit my behind still. And so being a type A personality, someone that's like always on the go for me sometimes going with the flow 
tends to be, it, it was a challenge. And so I think for us, one of the lessons we've learned is to, yes, we can map out content. Yes, we can have an agenda, but if we sit down and, and we're ready to hit record and this just, it's just not in our spirit and we're, we're feeling that there's something else pulling at us, go with the flow, like listen to your body, listen to your intuition, be in tune enough because I feel like a lot of times, a lot of the episodes that we've shared, it was stuff that we didn't really plan in advance. And we kind of just sat down and we're like, where's your energy at? What's flowing right now? Like what's coming up for you? And we also try not to, you know, and, and you know, in my research and preparation, I'll listen to other podcasts, but I try not to listen to other content too much because I don't want it to influence like where we're going, right? I really want it to be as authentic as possible, as creative as possible, and just kind of keep this open mind. So I would say that's a lesson. I would also say like the show must go on. There have been so many technological issues. I mean, we've, I remember we've been traveling and I was in like Philly one time recording in a hotel room and, you know, traveling for, I think it was like my grandmother's funeral. And then Don was out here working and then she was traveling, visiting family, like in Arizona and I was in New York and we just, we make it work. So just adjusting, learning how to pivot and just believing that anything is possible, you know, because sometimes I, I've had people reach out like, can I record? Can I have a podcast if we live in different cities or states or areas? And I'm like, absolutely. Like whatever you believe you can make possible is possible. So we just we just keep on trying, y'all. We love it. This. Yeah. Love it. That's all it takes is long. Just have. I feel like it. getting just having the willingness to, to do it and just starting with that. I know that's so simple and we hear it all the time. Just starting. Yes. It's like, but honestly, that is your biggest hurdle is starting. Yeah. Um, because so many things, so many lanes, so many things that we didn't even think about will happen and open up and doors that will open up for us with starting our show. Um, just by us starting and just making the moves and learning on the way, as you know, it's just opened up so much. So yes, just keep walking into that. Um Kind of wrapping up our discussion before we go into our closing questions, I do want to quickly touch on you are just so multifaceted and multi-talented, mm-hmm. and that has transcended in so many varieties, so many you know ways for you. And in addition to your podcast and the book that you're writing and the speaking and things that you do with your brand, you've also created this amazing lane um, for yourself in the tech space. Uh, Can you tell us just a little bit about that and kind of offer just a little, what advice would you provide for someone that would like to kind of move into this area of tech? Yes. So about five years ago, my husband and I moved to the Bay Area. We moved to Silicon Valley and it was so challenging to get work here. I mean, I learned very quickly that you need to know somebody to know somebody to know somebody in order to get a job. It seems like, especially if you're a black woman, that's that's just my experience. And so y'all left and right. I was applying for jobs and I knew I could do the work because I was like, I have my own side hustle. Like I, if you go to terrylomax.com, I have courses about, you know, building your social media following, building your brand, podcasting and all that. And I was doing all this work on the side and people were just not seeing me. They were sleeping on me heavy, y'all. And I was getting rejection left and right. And so one, I think building your transferable skills, especially in the world we're in now, I mean, you can literally go online today and take a course and you can build up your own brand. Like that is what people are doing. And that's what I did. And so after, you know, being persistent and continuing to apply for jobs and go to networking events, I finally got a call from a company that I applied to like months before. And the company is called Asana, which is a project management tool. And so they called me and they were offering me a role and it was an entry level role at the time. And I was like, you know what, even though I have a master's degree, like I'm going to put my, you know, humility or I'm going to wear my humility like a badge. and I'm going to take this entry level role, even though you know, other people might see it and say, oh, I'm, I'm overqualified or I could do this and that. I was like, yo, a foot in the door is better than being outside the door, okay? So I took that role and I was like, I'm gonna work my way up and I'm going to build great relationships with people. I'm going to give this job my all so that I can work my way up. So a couple years later, after being in that entry-level role, I worked my way up into a few other roles and now I'm the company's very first customer success manager for our global team. And so for me, it was all about building relationships, networking. It was all about just putting your good foot forward 
and just giving your best at the job. So I was crushing it when I was in an entry-level role the same way that I'm, you know, crushing it in the next role. So I think just being committed to that, um, that was really key for me. And then also networking. Networking is so important. Yes. No, I I, I love that. And thank you for the, that advice. And getting. I, I love the fact that you talk about how even knowing where you wanted to be and knowing your qualifications and the things that you were brought to the table. Sometimes you do have to like put you, put your humility hat on or wear that badge mm-hmm. um, and knowing that you will get where you are supposed to be um, when you're supposed to be there. Um, I think yes. that is just really cool and that you're, you're so determined. And, and by the way, you're, you don't mind me saying, I, I, well, correct me if I'm wrong. You're 29. Are you 29? I'm 30, so I'll be 30 in November. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Very young, very young still. Um, And out here, like, changing the game and trailblazing and doing all of these wonderful things. I love seeing Black women win. Yes, Yes, that's it. Thank you, girl. Man, oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. Yana, did you have something you wanted to say to No, you touched on it. Um, Man, just, just, man, just kudos to you and just, just stick with that. Um, as you know, it's, there's so much left for you and, um, you, I just see so much for you and just continues walk, continue walking that path. Um, man, I can't wait to see how things continuously unfold for you. So, and I can't, I just can't wait to get my hands on your book. So, as we wrap up for today, just um, kind of one co- closing question. Every guest that we bring on, we always ask them um, what word is guiding them through the year. We know 2020 has been kind of a different year for us, but um, what, if you could think of one word, what is your power word for 2020? You know what? And I hope, I hope you don't judge me for this. So the word that I have is actually a screensaver on my phone that I changed. I think it's been like a few, maybe more than six months now. I had this screensaver and it basically just says it's time. And for me, that was a constant reminder because I was like, okay, I have all these dreams and goals. I have these things I want to do. And every time I look at my phone, that's a reminder for me, letting me know like right now is your time. Right now is time. So whether that's you being in a phase of foundational preparation and you just doing the research so you can get to that end goal or whether it's your season right now, it's your glow up season where you are glowing up and you are doing the work internally to become the person that you've always wanted to become. Like it's time. The time is now. So whatever those dreams and goals that you have I think why not do it now you know life is precious why not take that leap right whatever it might be for you whether it's writing that book starting that business starting that podcast or going back to school I mean whatever it is life is always going to present us with something that can take our attention away from it but I think that we need to realize that we deserve to live our wildest dreams so I think that that word the words for me would be it's time I love that it is time and we've got nothing but time uh, <laughs> because things have definitely slowed down for all of us. So we might as well take advantage of the time that we've been given. I love that. It's time. It's time. My next question for you as we're, we're wrapping, what's in the works for you in uh, for 2020 or what's next for you? We know you've got your book being released on the 21st, right? Yes. So the book was released on the 21st. And to learn more about the book and to get exclusive content, you can visit glowupbook.com, glowupbook.com for that. You know what? I think we're just going to continue to grind out with the podcast. I mean, believe it or not. So I wrote this book last year and I finished around April. And so I've already been thinking of ideas for a second book. So I'm trying to like hold myself and just say, okay, we're going to focus on the first book first, get it out and, you know, share it with the world. And then I'm already you know, crafting ideas on that. So I think there's definitely going to be another book coming for sure. And I would just say, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it for me. Just kind of staying committed to the path of podcasting and writing this second book once it's time and just continuing to do my best to be a light in the world and heal myself and work on me so that I can be a better me for myself and, and those around me. 
Yes, love that, love that, love that. And other thing to add for our listeners, Terry has been so gracious to us. And for those who are um, interested in launching your first podcast, um, she has a a whole masterclass that she's offering and she's giving our listeners a special access to her class for just five, the low, low dot five dollars, y'all. So um, I will actually include that in the show notes and um, we'll talk more. We'll include all of um, Terry's information. Um, Terry, if you could just tell her how our listeners can connect with you. Yes. So you can connect with me on basically all social media channels at Terry Lomax. That's T-E-R-R-I-L-O-M-A-X. Instagram is lit for me. I love to be on Instagram. So that's where I post the most. My style. I like to post stories and just random stuff there. So Instagram is definitely the place. You can also visit terrylomax.com to learn more about my branding and social media coaching and things of that nature. I also have some online courses there at terrylomax.com. And yes, you can, of course, check my co-host and I, Dr. Dom, out on the Her Space podcast. All right, y'all. Y'all know where to get connected. We will, like Yana said, we'll make sure we connect, put all that in our show notes so you know how to connect with Terry Lomax. Man, this has been an amazing conversation, a wonderful conversation. We, like Yana said earlier, we can we can go all day long, but we know we want to respect your time. Um, it, it, Terry is a, is a busy woman, and so we want to make sure that we, we are being respectful of her time. But man, this has been great. Um, I don't know. I, it was an honor and a pleasure to speak with you today. And um, yeah. just thank you thank you yes thank you for um opening your space with us and we just can't wait to to hear more and how this journey continue to take you where it continue to take you so yeah thank you thank you so much ladies this was so much fun and it's such a pleasure and honor i really appreciate all your feedback and um you just allowing me to be in your space as well thank you we appreciate it well y'all we are out of time but you can always connect with us um, on social as well um you know rewind this episode and listen to it again no but you can catch us uh, online at melanated conversations if you and if you have a story that you want to share let us know shoot us an email at info at melanatedconversations.com we would love to share you you know our mission is always to share our stories of transformation um, share in our lessons and celebrate our successes and we have successfully done that today so until next time melanate on that Thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed our chat today. Keep the conversation going by heading to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leaving us a review. Have a story of your own to share? Email us at info at melanatedconversations.com or connect with us on social media at Melanated Conversations. Till next time, keep raising your voice. voice.